Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is the weekly video games podcast where we give our impressions of the games that you can play today and react to the latest news from the wonderful world of video games. We're here every Monday on your favourite podcast app and YouTube absolutely free. This is it. Our Fantasy Gaming League results show. If you've been following us on the socials, you already know the result by now. But I'm here with the two championship contenders to run through the results and reflect on what might have been, if we look at the stats, it's definitely our best ever season. Um, everyone bought their A game and it was a, a real upping of, of the records and whatnot. But before we get into the meat of the show and introduce these two idiots, I've got to let you know, Idle Game Chat can be supported from patreon.com forward slash Idle Game Chat. That's your opportunity to put a hand in pocket. So... With that over and done with, I made it short because I wanted to get to this. It feels like it's been uh, a brewing sensation for this particular episode, mainly from the Biff camp, because Biff has beaten Paper to become the new Dimp Digital Fantasy Gaming League champion. Biff, I mean, after a season of taunts, how does that make you feel to be holding that belt? Well, you put it in a bag and put it in the corner somewhere, but how did it feel to, to knock paper out of his ivory tower there? Just, just the sweetest feeling ever. <laughs> just It's right up there. And I, I had a kid this year, so that tells you how sweet <laughs> it was. What in particular made it sweet? Was it just because the taunts that were being thrown out, the comments, the statements, everything like that? Or was it just the glory for yourself to... To, you know, you said you had a kid this year, and this this now, you know, when he grows up, he'll see Dada won the belt once. He might miss <laughs> it the next year, but there was a belt there for him. He was a winner at one point. Just It's just um, when you know someone like Piper and you know the amount of shit he talks, it's nice <laughs> that it all comes to fruition and your point's proven that he does talk a lot of shit. And it's like, it's like I'm getting my day in court with a criminal. Do you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, he's in there in the in the stockades now, and I'm, yeah. I can stand there and we can point at him and go, "Oi, criminal! We've got our day in court, and that's what the people wanted." That's exactly what they've got. I mean, commiserations, G paper. You you certainly talked the talk. You didn't <laughs> didn't quite walk the walk. Um, I mean, how do you feel now? You you're back in the Grand Prix with the Sharks, and they are going to be smelling blood after some of the things you said about them. Firstly, team game. <laughs> Let down, you know. That's all I can say. You, you you can lead the fucking cows to the water. Doesn't mean they're going to fucking drink it, does it? You know, so... So you're immediately blaming your team? Well, it, you know, there's I was, I was only one-fourth of the team. So, you know, quarter of it was me. We, we won't go over the stats, but just one quarter <laughs> of it was me. And, uh, yeah, it's... Uh, I don't know. You do as much as you can for these guys, but you know sometimes they just just don't listen. And uh, yeah, all sorts of mistakes made by them. That sounds like all bad sorts. leadership to me. Oh, I, I I hold a democracy here in my my team. I ne- never never told them what to do. Whatever they they, they just got on with it. And uh, yeah, they let themselves down at the end of the day. They 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 should feel sad for themselves. They know who they are. Well, I'm just going to play a couple of clips from. <laughs> 
our, our draft show. That just to, if for those that missed it, obviously you can go back and listen to it. But if you haven't got, it took a couple of hours. I don't know what we were doing, but let's just give you a taster for what Paper's attitude was coming into this, and and whether we you can hear the change in his voice already. That's for sure. Do you have a plan in place to stay at the top of the mountain? Because we've seen the likes of like a Pac-Man Adcock knocked off a dominant champion in the quiz in Adkins, and the very next year lost it. What's to stop that happening for you? What's to stop you from being the next Andy Ruiz? Well, first of all, let's let's address the real issue in the room. It's Le Champion versus Le Cheat. And that's what we've got here. The stallion of Le Champion, instead of facing another stallion, is facing a mashed potato weasel. And oh. so it's just it's it's it degraded the whole competition. It's 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 um it's it's just not the thing that the champion needs to be facing at this moment in time. But the champion, yeah. that is me, will take the title. There is game plans, but that's for the champion to reveal at the end of the podcast, not the beginning. It's and it's a season long game. Not not an easy, not a ooh, let's be friends game. It's fucking tactics, mate. It's fucking data that goes in behind all of my decisions. And those like data's in front of me right now. Was oh, I want to be your friend. That's not going to get you the title. If it does, don't replay this clip. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we have replayed that clip, and I mean, instead of giving giving you to reveal your tactics at the end of the podcast, we gave you the chance to reveal it at the end of the year. So here we are, me and Biff are sort of staring at each other, wondering what these tactics were. Do you care to explain what the plan was going in? Because Biff made a a very conscious effort to try and choose people that he knew, that he, he felt like he could trust, whereas you were apparently looking at this fucking data that never seemed to materialise. Well, if you, if you rewind back, South and United beat Manchester United once. Yeah, It doesn't mean they're the better team, does it? You know, these well. things happen, you know, in these knockout competitions. Leicester won the league once. Yeah. Sorry, in, in, that, the in that analogy, are you Southend or are you Man United? Oh, I'm Man United. Fuck me. <laughs> just just lost, you know, it's, it's one game. You know, if this was best of three seasons, you know. We've well, got three you know, years to so wind out a feud. I mean, you get you get <laughs> 10 games, you get 12 months to sort it, you get four transfer windows. This is a championship. This isn't a, a one-off fluke. This is a, a, a long campaign. Fluke. <laughs> well... Biff did respond, and uh, I felt this was a quite a funny response. I'm just going to play that, and then we'll we'll crack on. No, he's just trying to go me. He hasn't got a point. I think you he knows. Just in though, because you get you get hot under the collar, your little ears go red, and then they still do. People go all stressed again. <laughs> Last year, I got laughed out with my picks, and I won. And then that clip was replayed, and Paul had egg on his face. And I'll be sitting here in a year's time, and you'll replay that clip of what Paper just said, and he'll have more egg on his face. Yeah, instead of it as an egg, it was mashed potato. Yeah. <laughs> so could have cut it earlier. Yeah, I'd, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the mashed potato had to stay, unfortunately, the, couldn't get my finger off the recorder. And you only get one shot on WhatsApp to save it, so that's it. Didn't want to keep redoing it. But you, you've had your sweet moment now, Biff. I mean, that's it. You've you set you've done what you set out to do, and stomped all over him. Yeah. Just- Give him a real good bloody nose. Yes. Well, we'll go through what happened, what the games were, and perhaps where it all went wrong for paper. Um, we must. Oh, I got I got work tomorrow, so. <laughs> yeah, we'll try and truncate it. We're doing a bridged version. Um, we must mention that Chappers 
the webmaster himself has won the Grand Prix. So we'll have a little bit more on that later. But he will be challenging Biff for the, the title. And we'll see how that one particularly goes. Um, look, let's do the teams. Paper, you had Adcock, Hall and Parkey in your team. Okay. Biff yeah. chose to choose the first game. So he wasn't interested in the players. He wanted the first game. So you got the first pick of the personnel and had the advantage in that. You've just basically thrown them all under the bus in that opening statement. Do you care to explain exactly what they've they've done wrong? Because I'm, I mean, I've got data in front of me here which doesn't <laughs> suggest they've done a lot wrong. And in fact, the the captain may be at fault for some of these scores that have rolled in. Yeah, well, you know, it it wasn't really their picks like that that went too wrong. It was just you know the attitude. It, it put me off a little bit, if I'm being honest. You know, who in particular? That, too many of them Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, 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 no. I, I t- all, all, all joking aside, um, no, they, they they actually performed a lot better than me, which is very frustrating. And I, I don't know who to point fingers at here, apart from from looking in the mirror. Which and I'm actually looking in the mirror right now, and it's it's glorious, but it's um, it's. Was it cracked? <laughs> <laughs> Well, drinking my wine and just, you know, going down with the ship. Um, but yeah, no, to be fair, they all sort of pulled out of the park, which is annoying because I don't have people to really point out. No, and I know but... data is going to come back up and haunt me. So I'm like, I better get out of that one quickly before they, they get annoyed even more because, you know, next season I have to play happy families. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. And Mr. Biff, Team Balboa, Adkins loading in chappers. Um, no complaints from your end because you've t- took the title, but I mean, would you? I mean, not to give away your strategies for next year, but you, you can't have chappers next year, so you have to find a replacement. Well, it won't be fucking Piper, put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you might get left with him. If you choose you know first game thought? again, you could be left with him. Do you know what I just thought? That if chappers was last pick, wasn't he? Mm. So the, I was last pick, so the two people that would pick last had both won the individual correct. thing in the last two years. That is correct. Wasn't I last pick the year before that? You probably, I think you may well have been. There you go, free for free. Um, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a hoodoo for for people who can't get over it. Yeah. Team, team Balboa take the championship. Paper, you you got for, or oh, sorry, Biff, you got first overall game pick. The Last of Us Part Two, ninety three. It pretty much delivered what you was expecting, and uh, despite the the mounting pressure on that game because it was hugely hyped, it's come out and pretty. Much, I can't see how you can have any complaints with that one. No. Just done exactly what I wanted it to do, and I was very happy with it. And when I played it as well. Yes, yeah, agreed. Paper, you on the other hand decided to go for Resident Evil Three. <laughs> so this was the only game you couldn't have picked was The Last of Us Part Two. <laughs> and your rule, your golden rule, is what you, what led you to, to 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 glory last season was get over an eighty, and the season has sorted itself out. Well, your very first pick fell short of that, albeit. <laughs> you know minorly but it still fell short of the target score and resident evil 3 clocked in at 79 I, I i raised my concerns of you last year about it being too soon after two and maybe you know not being as well thought out you dismiss those and that's what you've ended up with a 79 out of the gates yeah i was i think this is where the the date has really let me down on the- <laughs> Still falling on that data. <laughs> where I looked at the previous release and 
and it had done uh, incredibly well, one of the games of the year. And I thought, well, you know what, even if it doesn't get game of the year, it's still going to be a top scoring game. They can't go from being at peak so quickly to being so poor, considering both were somewhat being developed at the same time. And, um, and for me, I was like, well, they're just surely going to be two bangers. And I think actually a lot of people had this at the top of some, or near the top of their list. Um, so I don't think it was just me that was fooled by this one. It was uh, it was like a, it, was, it was like an anthem all over again um, from the previous season uh, for Hall. Uh, it just just didn't take off where the way people expected. Yeah, fair enough. Biff, you ended up with Adkins as your as your first pick. Um, he dropped you Cyberpunk 2077. That's pretty much what the game hinged on. You were a few dozen points behind paper. That was your final game coming out. It's been through two, maybe even three delays this year. And it came out on the deadline and there were reviews ahead of time to secure you a closing score of 91, um, which is far in excess of what you needed. Uh, But the score has dropped down to 87 because of, I guess, the performance issues of the base console. So that's starting to go down a little bit. But, I mean, at some point during this, once you'd subbed it in, you must have been frightened when the delays started rolling in and was there ever a worry that it's going to get pushed to 2021 and paper was going to win via a, a bit of a poor way to win it really when there's a game cancelled at the last minute or delayed yeah i was shit myself because <laughs> it got pushed back to like the 10th of december didn't it mm. but it didn't get pushed because i had the th- last transfer window i yes. didn't transfer it out and then about a week after the transfer window closed they yeah. then said, oh, I was going to push it back to the 10th of December. And I was like, oh, nightmare. But luckily it came out. And like, I, like you say, the port, I was so close to Piper. I, I need, it just needed to come out. That's all it needed to do. Even if it was like 60, I think I would have won, wouldn't yeah. I? Yeah. So I was just, it, all it needed to do was come out, which it did, thankfully. But I was under the, you know, sweating a little bit over that one. I was, uh, what's the rationale behind not just quickly subbing in a banker like a FIFA or... Because like, you know they're going to come out those games, they they, they don't miss, or, or a Call of Duty even. Like They were still available. That would have secured you the title. You, you could have looked at the maths and probably seen that, that was you were on track. What's what's keeping you back from doing that? I just I just didn't think it would get delayed, I thought, because it was like, at a November release date, I think it was. Or it might have been October, I can't remember now, but I, just yeah. didn't, I didn't think it wouldn't come out. And it was only after the window closed that they pushed it back that I suddenly thought, oh, shit that might not come out now I could have blown this by not doing that but it didn't even cross my mind to do that until it got delayed yeah fair enough Paper your your first pick was Adcock he got you Doom Eternal a score of 89 Um, second best game on your roster and I think when we that was picked we both kind of everyone said yeah that's a good one to be getting at number sort of three or four yeah like Doom Eternal uh, I, I would have, and that's where sort of that sort of scoreline is where in my head where Resi was going to fall as well yeah. um, on the previous one. And but yeah, it was it was sort of a, a bank. We all knew it was coming. It was meant to come in the, the year before, and it just got pushed over back over the line. So it cost Hall, didn't it? Up, that's the game that ditched, I, I think ditched. it already been cost because of um, Anthem. But um, yeah, that, yeah, it, <laughs> first it, game that out really cost Yeah, but it's. Um, it, it was one of those ones that I think everyone knew that that was a banker as soon as that was coming out. So like, um, yeah, it, it was, it was a good pick, you know, Adcock, uh, uh, did well out of that one, I think in comparison to his second one, which was dubious, which will come on to later. But you know, that one was a real, real, you know, hammered that one home. Yep. Loading was your second pick. Biff got you persona five Royal. I bet you didn't even know what persona five was. 
you were no, you no, were people calming you down saying don't worry about it stop fixating on it and it actually delivers the highest scoring game of the entire season with a 94 I mean, yeah. you've had your clashes with Logan in the past, but he's he gifted you one there, didn't he? Yeah, that was just a, you know... A early doors, from what I remember. It was quite early in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was, well, I think it was one of the first games I had, actually, that come out. But, yeah, I did, I've never heard of it. But if someone hands you a 95, you just go, well, you can't be saying anything to that, can you? You just have to bow your head and go, yep. Take it, take it on the chin, absolutely. Paper, your old stomping ground buddy, Hall who seems to have turned on you now because of your attitude. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, 88, uh, probably about where I thought it was going to land. I don't think you were, were too concerned about that dropping as an 88. Yeah, the man that hates remakes or DLCs in the draft really pulled that one out of the bag. Um, so, Real bitter. Uh, for context, there was a clip posted around the group chat earlier, which you know had him moaning at me for picking DLCs uh, and and remasters a couple of years ago and winning the the Grand Prix. Um, but yeah, he did that. Um, you know, it always works. These things we know work. There are certain tactics you can look at and go, we know that one's going to be a banker, and you just know it is. So um, unless they really, really make a fuck up of it, like something like Fallout, you know, 76 or something along those lines, they're, they're, they're sort of banker games. And, and mm. this is another one scored well as well. So yeah, it was, it was definitely on the top end of the average of sort of games you want in your, um, your picks. Yep. Chappers was next for you, Biff, as you mentioned, the last pick of the entire draft and has come through to, to win. So that's happened at least twice. We are, Go back and check papers one one day. Um, but this was a substitution. He initially you had Pillars of Eternity two, Deadfire, the console edition, and Chappers revealed post the sort of draft had been done that that was an admin error. He'd yeah. copied and pasted it in by accident from another list he was making somewhere, and the pair of you got your heads together and committed on Half Life Alex, the the VR game that was coming the first half-life game in over a decade and i had my reservations because it's vr i mean there's not too many high scoring games out there in the, in the vr form but half-life alex came out and bags are 92 you're off to oh, a no, fly with these top four they're all in the 90s do you know what it was so lucky as well because i was literally 50 50 between skater xl <laughs> and that and i think skater xl scored like i might have been 60 60 yeah yeah so that was just pure luck. I, I just thought because of the Half-Life thing, I yeah. did say this before, that I didn't think they'd want to piss the franchise away and they'd, they'd put their name to something a bit better. Yeah. So I decided to go with that. But I didn't think it would get that sort of score. But no. yeah, blew me away. Having played it, I wouldn't give it that score either, but I'm not a, a paid critic. So yeah. you can take that to where you, where <laughs> Thank you, God. Where, where you want it. Parky, the rookie paper. You, um, you chose Parky over Chappers. You had the opportunity to sort of give throw, throw chappers a bone he was waffling on about data and all this garbage and then you decided to pick someone that had no data parky had no backstory he had no history he was a complete rookie at this entire system well first of all why did you choose him and then we'll come on to the game itself but what i still can't get my head around that one when the man that's always got the data in front of him goes after a black hole so, so the data was that I, I believe it was. If you look to the top two games, I think Chappers the year before, I think he'd finished bottom of 
like the top oh, two of his picks. And so like, and, and he proved everyone wrong by winning this year. Uh, but, you know, from the previous year, if you look to the previous year, I think he finished bottom. And it was a, the choice to take, you know, the person that had finished, I guess, bottoms, top two picks. And I stress the top two picks. Um, or, um, or someone new to the fold that you think, well, you know, could be a seven dark, could do an ad cock or whatever. So I decided to roll the dice a little bit on that. And that's all where the, it didn't have the data, but there was data that sort of backed up that decision. And, and, it, and at the time, at the time, I think with the admin error choice and stuff like that, you know, it was, right. it was a valid decision. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just, can I just so, say something, right? Yeah. With Parkies, I listened to the, to the thing today of what the first, uh, that podcast you did or um, what it was. And, when you pick the game, you were so unsure of it, you said, well, I'll sub that out. And that said yeah. you can't because it comes out before the first. Yes. So even though you say, like, and I think this the game he gives you was your high-scoring game as well. So if you'd have had your way, you would have got rid of your <laughs> high-scoring game. Yes. Yeah, but that... This is this was all a part of the plan, you know, just to let people's <laughs> guards down and so forth. And you fell for the trap there, Biff. You know, completely fell for the trap yeah, this season. But it's just it's just it's just a, it's just a game, isn't it? You know, these these tactics. Um, I had four. I had so much trust in Parkin and his picks, and you know, I think misquoting me is 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 not doing you justice as as the leader of the Dimp franchise next season. Well, you did you did say you were going to try and sub that out, and I had to say that it was out before the first transfer window. I mean, lucky you didn't because it bagged you a ninety. Animal Crossing New Horizons. I mean, this released like weeks before or during like the first time the world started shutting down for COVID, and. I've got it and played tens of hours of it and enjoyed it. It felt like it came at the right time. I still think without that happening, it still would have scored pretty well. But you can't have been expecting a 90 out of that paper after you had slagged it off and tried to get rid of it outside of the, the transfer windows. No, no, I, I don't think. Yeah, it was the, that was, I think, for everyone, the surprise of the year, just generally gaming-wise. If you look back at 2020 in terms of something that came out of the blue, that you know, obviously the Animal Crossing fans wouldn't have said it came out of the blue, but there's a like just generally everyone else that sort of just hit home and it came out at that right time. And I'm I'm pretty sure that it coming out at that start of that COVID period did help boost it maybe a point or two in the yeah. overall score. Um, but generally, it was still scored very high 80s um, on its sort of game. And so, um, yeah, no, it was it was it turned out to be a really good pick. Um, yeah, and I, I I was forever grateful for Parky picking that one. Well, you may have burnt your bridges with him. He'll be after you next season in the top three, that's for sure. <laughs> Who, whose bridges are still standing? That's the question. <clears throat> uh, maybe Adcock. Maybe you still got goodwill of him. I don't know. It may. Well, we've got we've got Kakarot coming up, so maybe you'll burn that when we go through scoring <laughs> of that. But we get to Biff's sort of second round lot. We've got Ghost of Tsushima from Adkins. Uh, that's a ninety-one and eighty-five bagged for him. The boy just doesn't miss, does he, in this team game? You need you need him, like you say. He's never not been on the losing team. He's, one, he? he's like a yeah, fucking every, lucky charm. Every team he's been on, there's like four seasons properly. The teams he's been on the winning side every single time. Just get Adkins. That's the that's the key to winning. Paper could have had him as well. He could have I had know. the lucky charm. I couldn't believe it because I what my first game I wanted was Last of Us, and my first pick would have been Adkins, and I got both. <laughs> you said on the podcast, you said the reason I've chose first games because I don't think he's going to choose the person I want. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna. There goes a the battery. I'm going to 
choose first game because I know what I want and I'm going to get the first person as well and you got both and yeah. it, it pulled off an 85 ghost obviously shim. I know you didn't finish it but uh, great game 85 kind of feels a bit low in my mind coming to think of it when you look at some of the other games around that sort of high 80s but maybe you'll agree with it because you walked away from it before the end yeah I felt it got a bit too samey and it, like just clearing shit off a map but yeah. um, I'm known for not being able to cope with that looked um, fucking lush though yeah, it did look good. And it, it was good. It was a good game. I, I did think it might get slightly higher, like you say, when you look at stuff around it. But I think, is that my fifth game? Yes. And that's my lowest scoring game. And that was like, what was it, 85, you say? Yes. Yeah, so I'm just incredibly lucky that the people have picked really well, well for me, really. It's technically not the lowest scoring game. We'll get on to that. Oh, okay. You, you get let down. No, it's out of my top, out of my first five. Oh, okay, sorry. Yes, your yeah, first yeah. five. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a good first sort of five. For sure. Conversely, Paper, Adcock, your first pick, the man that was trusted through all sorts of different data analysis, drops you in Dragon Ball Z, Kakarot, 73. <laughs> so you got two yeah. 70s. The rule of eight is broken twice in the opening <laughs> five games. Another early one as well. This come out early and didn't, didn't set the world on fire. And then at that point, you surely thought, oh, I might be on the back foot here. Yeah, I think once this one went and when Biff's early sort of games came out, I was I knew it was going to be an uphill battle, to be honest. And that's all I sort of reflected in some of my, my subs later, and we can come on to that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> when we get there, but like, yeah, I I I, I did feel I, I I sort of get the idea. Like it was on my list, but it was down. I remember down at like fifteenth or something on my like list of games I wanted. Yeah. And I just thought to make someone's top two or maybe not two because some of the games would have gone, but even top five was was a bit questionable. But equally so, it could have worked. It's one of those ones that, you know, if they'd done right, there's the fan base there to go and wet themselves over it. Yeah. But, you know, push it. because they clearly, yeah, exactly. But they clearly wasn't done justice that the fan base therefore wanted um, or the critics wanted and it just wasn't given the score. So I think it's unlucky, you know, done well. It could have been a different game or it could have been a different, you know, point scoring thing, but it was just one of those ones. I think at that point when that one came out, I, I, I saw prepared for the worst um, in the league. Cause, and that was quite early, to be honest. That was like in the first fucking couple of months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it wasn't a, a great start with that one dropping. Yeah, January that was the first game at the gates, I think. <laughs> so you don't want the rule of 80 being broken 13 days into the season. That's, <laughs> that's exactly what happened with that. And it, it cost Adcock because he, although he was your number one pick, um, he ended up with the worst team score. So one, six, two. And that goes to show the data wasn't aligned with what was happening this year for sure. Um, a stinker for Adcock. And he's, he's had a terrible time in the Grand Prix as well. He's on a real down of that boy. Makes you wonder whether he'll be here next season. With these sort of, I, was, I was saying earlier, like jokingly, like there might be relegations if people are going to be that bad. Sort of get some of the get some of the fans in. They'll do a better job, put more passion into it. So that's a call to action for Adcock as you're listening. Biff, loading the second game's Minecraft Dungeons didn't come out till sort of midway through the year, and I never thought it was going to set the world on fire. It didn't, and in, in all honesty, 74 is a bit shit in comparison to the rest of your team. Yeah, basically, I I said to spoke to loads about it. Through my bones, I, I said, "What do you think?" He said, "I'll deep it in. I think it'll be all right." To be fair, 
if you had the 95 up and the, what was it, 74? Yeah. Still, he's still got me a decent average, and he he ain't, yeah. he ain't done bad. Um, but I think he got me my highest scoring game and my lowest scoring game. So yes, he did. Yeah, that's just sums loading up. Just genius, followed by absolute shit. I've said it before, so <laughs> yeah, you never know in loading what you're going to get. No, but he's... yeah, his his average from what for the team was was more than decent. So he's getting he bowed himself out. Yeah, exactly. Paper Hall got you Ori and the Wheel of the Wisps a nice ninety. Um, joint highest with, with Parky's Horizon. Oops, Horizon. What am I talking about? Animal Crossing New Horizons. Hall, you know, you know, you don't like the man, but he's produced a stunning score and picked up the MVP award this year. So I can't really complain for getting him in. Well, I wouldn't say I wouldn't like the man. Crikey. Um, but, oh, uh, so you've told yeah, me. He's uh... a... <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. Um, oh, you right, said 50 um... cunt. I was not sure I was talking about you. Um, oh. My head's dead straight, mate. <laughs> burning, 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 burning all the fridges. Um, no. Um, you can take points I, off still. Fair, <laughs> I've got nothing left to take. No, I'm, I'm I'll find I'm something to take now. from man, trust me. When they're at the lowest, I can really put my foot on their neck and finish them off. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Um, right. Um, so, yeah, to be fair, whole... Hall was always a good pick, and I know we were opposing captains here before, and, and we were uh, going to and from. And even this season, even though we're in the same team, it was like we were fucking, you know, kids bickering the whole year yeah. um, with each other. Um, but he will also produce a good game. The thing was with Hall, you know, even if he wants to, um, you know, he won't want to score badly because he won't want to let himself down either. So no. he's going to pull it out of the bag. So like, you know, he's. I, in my opinion now, looking at all of them, he's definitely, in terms of team picks for next year, it's him and Adcock have got to be the top two. Um, otherwise, I'll be, yeah. Adcock's what? just got the worst score. Ad, Adkins. Right. Adkins You're making my mistake. Yeah. That's fine. I'll let people off for that. Those <laughs> fucking Tom Ad brothers. Does my head in, those, those two. Those fucking, those TAs. Right, yeah. Those two have got to be top picks. It's, it's, it's just... You know, they, they, they pull it out of the bag every season. Um, Adkins, though he's never won the league, you know, he's he's consistently good on his top five games and, and Hall is just generally a tryhard. So, you know, he's going to do well. Absolutely. Chappers installs Neo 2 to your Biff of an 85. I mean, I don't think you knew much about Neo 2, but trusted Chappers enough to leave it in. And overall, for a game coming that sort of late down in, in, in six, you know, you can't really complain again. No, yeah, 85 at 6. Like I said, I knew nothing about the game. I spoke to him. He said it would do well. Trusted him. So, paid dividends, didn't it? Yeah. Sounded like David Brent then. Trust. Naughty <laughs> reward. Equal satisfaction. Yeah. I think this is the difference between your team and my team, the word trust. Well, you breached all the trust of the comments, I reckon, before the, the season kicked off. Paul Parkey's sitting there, rookie year, just needs an arm around his shoulder and he's trying to have his fucking captain tra- transfer out all his games. You want a shot of him? <laughs> Deary me. Parker, coming on to Parker, he was your, your your next pick in the final sort of team pick for you. Ended up subbing in Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, I think he gave you, I can't remember what he gave you before. Was it Cuphead that you had before from Parky? We did have, yeah, it was Cuphead. No, it wasn't because we subbed Cuphead in um, and then we subbed it out again. Cuphead was a double Axiom sub. Verge which really 2. Annoying. No, that was me. Carry on. Um, that was me. New World was you. I was new. I can't remember, mate. It was, it was something along those lines. 
but you ended up with Yakuza anyway, 86. <laughs> ended up trusting him eventually. A 90 and 86, not bad for a rookie year. Yeah, I think he proved, you know, the data was there with these pick. You know, that's what I'm going to say. The, the data was sound on the parky judgment. Mm. Um, so, um, once again, probably a safe pick for next year for the, the, the returning captains. Yeah, I mean, it was his rookie year, like I mentioned. He netted himself a 174 after subs. He took one sub and uh, that put him second. So, yeah, he quietly got himself into a good position and might be changing for a top spot when it comes next year. Biff, your last three games, Assassin's Creed Valhalla was subbed in. Now, you played the game for about three hours and walked away from it. You must be counting your lucky stars that it got you an 83 <laughs> from what you played. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's good I didn't review it because it wouldn't have got a fucking 83. But, um, yeah, yeah, they, 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 the, the new Creeds, the Odyssey, the Origins have done quite well review-wise, so I was just hoping it'd hit 80. So that was my sort of the... The, the sort of target I set it so anything above 80 I'd be happy with so yeah I was very happy with 83 yeah can't complain Spider-Man Miles Morales was your next one 85 that was also subbed in um, I guess that was just waiting for confirmation that it was going to come out this year we kind of thought it was but it wasn't until later on that we kind of knew and then eventually it launched alongside the, the PS5 yeah I, again I thought it'd do quite well the only thing I was worried about is if it wouldn't get its own score because mm. it was sort of a bit mundled in with the Spider-Man, weren't it? I was a bit frightened it might not, but if it come out, and I thought it would do, again, low to mid-80s, which it did. So, yeah, again, very happy. Bear in mind, it's like seventh or eighth pick. Yeah. And then you're getting 85. That's still pretty good. Exactly. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, another substitution, and got a 90. Trusting in the retro stuff. Yeah. I, I, like, when we um speaking about Resident Evil, I think it was because you said that Resident Evil 2 and 3 were meant to be released together. Mm. And I think that is what killed Resident Evil 3 because the game wasn't long enough. Mm-hmm. And then they, I think they could, they saw then they should have released those two together. That's why I scored low. But because mm. they had both of them coming out, the retro, and they would release an album with it and things like that, I thought the nostalgia would score it well, which, you know, luckily it did. Yep, done a good job with that. I played through that. It's excellent. Paper, your final three picks. You've got Hyrule Warriors, Age of the Calamity subbed in, chose to give up. Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which scored a couple of points higher than it. Get sucked in by the Zelda hype, I guess, with this. It didn't score badly in the end, but I know people were sometimes trying to attach 90s to any Zelda or, or link to Zelda, no pun intended. Yeah, you, you just got... To be honest, when Nintendo drop a, like, a Mario or a Zelda game and you're that far into the season, um, you just sort of got to... You know, just grab one, and both of them dropped roughly at say, or were coming around around the Got same time. And I had sort, yeah, yeah, and I had one space, and it was sort of a bit of a flip of a coin. It's like, do I go for Mario or do I go for uh, Zelda? I thought actually Zelda would probably score a little bit more because it was a unique take on the game, whereas the Mario was more of just like a rehashed of three of the games. Mm. Um, no, Mario, no, it wasn't it was Mario Party, wasn't it, or was it? Ma- no, it's, it's Super Mario 3D All-Stars, which was yeah, that's it. Galaxy, the three games. Yeah, yeah, 3D World and whatever. It's three of them put together. And it ended up yeah. that it was being a lazy port anyway, so it didn't score as highly as it should have done. Like With those three Mario games, that should be high high 80s, and it was sort of low 80s in the end. But yeah. it was still higher than Hyrule Warriors, unfortunately. 
Yeah, and it was just, I think there was a lot of hype around Hyrule Warriors from the Zelda community. And I thought, you know, I've got a space in the team. I can't remember what was not coming out. I think it was Axiom Verge 2. Um, wasn't coming out or definitely it's just too late at that point. And so I was like, right, I'll make the the sub for that. And it, it, to be fair, it was just a flip of a coin. You said it was a couple of points difference in it. Uh, and I think that's all. At the end of the day, it, it didn't really matter. <laughs> no, it didn't. It wouldn't have made a difference. Paper Mario, the Origami King, 78. Nintendo, not really paying dividends there. I, I imagine you was expecting higher from that. Yeah, that's another one you expect, you know, to be mid uh, to 80s to even low 90s. Where's like, the Nintendo it's one of those. Yeah, I know. It felt like this year, Nintendo, apart from Animal Crossing, mm. fell off their sort of little bandwagon a little bit. Um, just didn't seem to hit hit the ball home this year. No, um, it was a good year. could have been the yeah yeah exactly for them and usually expect a bit more of a bump that was another one it was one of the ones as well like even people like hall was expecting to be a lot higher than it was scored yeah. and stuff like that and at that part of, i think a bunch of people even in the group just going out and buying it seeing that score was like, actually let's not bother um so yeah it's just one of those ones that you know should have scored well i say should have scored it didn't deserve to score more um but you, you would have thought you know at the start of the year it's going to be a reasonably good score but just didn't didn't have the mustard no, absolutely not. And then probably the story of the year was you subbing in Marvel's Avengers after Biff had subbed it out. Um, he'd, he'd got rid of that, binned it off, obviously didn't trust it. First of all, Biff, what was the rationale behind subbing out Marvel's Avengers? Was was there a fear it wasn't going to come out, or was it just that you'd seen enough of it and thought, actually, I don't like the look of this? Well, basically, I saw the video. I thought it looked all right, and then... Obviously, I put it in the pick. Um, Paper ripped me apart, said he didn't like the look of it, thought it looked shit. Then I saw some gameplay footage, and I thought, it does look shit. Yes. And I, I did think that looks really poor. Got rid of it, and then Piper decided to sub it in. <laughs> so, I don't know. Again, the data, you'd have to ask him what the data would have told him. But, yeah. And it feels like an emotional reaction to me, Paper. <laughs> You're trying to get under big skin, trying to steal a good one, but... It ended up with 68, which is the, the worst pick of the, the championship. Yeah, I think it was at this point, I, was, even if it's got 20 more points, I weren't catching Biff. So even mm. if it was like, you know, mid-80s or something like that, I weren't going to be catching Biff. Um, and it's quite late in the game. And I was just like, you know, I had an opportunity to ruffle feathers. <laughs> and I thought, you know... <laughs> If I'm going to go out, I'm going to go out on a bang and you know, I'll ruffle as many feathers on that way out as I can. And the, the the thing that made it a bit more funny at the time was I think it was like a couple of there was a couple of messages in the group saying, oh, this looks like it's going to score really well. Well, it started off in like the 80s yeah. somewhere. Exactly. And Biff was livid at that. He was scoring well and he was getting annoyed by it and I went to absolutely and sub that in. Um, I, I, I think I said at the time, I went, I don't think it's going to score great, but it'll still be worth the the comedy value that it's going to get out of this. And it was all hell broke loose in the WhatsApp group after that happened. Well, yeah, it caused um, a bit of a rift because there was there, there was no open critic score because I think they only post a, an aggregated score after five reviews. But there was like two or three reviews that were already published on it and you'd gone into the page seeing there were like eight, eight and a half out of ten 
and grabbed it. And there was a bit of a, a need to have the independent commissioner take a look over. That was signed off. They said, yeah, it's fine. It's not been officially scored. He's just using the tools that are available. It's a bit sneaky. Um, so he was expecting an 80s-odd game to drop. And then as more and more reviews come out, much like the way Cyberpunk's going, it just went down and down and down and settled on a 68, which that that stage was, was the death knell for you. Yeah, I think it definitely went down 10 more points than I thought it would yes. get when I made the sub. <laughs> but equally so, I, I, I was never catching Biff at this point. It's quite near the end of the season. Um, and I think that Biff had already scored like about 690 fucking games. And it was like, wow, this isn't going to happen this year, is it? And so, um, yeah, it was just a, a, a bit of jest. And I just wanted to just and just see the reaction it got. And it was worth the reaction, to be honest. I went out with, with, in a great ball of fire, which was nice. <laughs> but if you, you subbed out Marvel's Avengers, like you say, that was one of your substitutes. That's the only game that came out on your list that you'd subbed out. We talked about Pillars of Eternity 2 being an admin error, so that had to go. Um, Super Meat Boy Forever, that's been on everyone's, well, mainly Adcock's list for, it feels like a generation now. And it's finally got a release date, December the 23rd. You were apprehensive about this game during the draft because you'd done you, you thought you'd done some level of research as the podcast went on and we were recording it you'd done more and looked like it weren't going to drop and as it turned out you made the right decision because it missed the cutoff point but I guess that was one of the first ones on your list to get rid of Super Meter Boy forever yeah ironically as well bearing in mind I think it's been on someone's list for the last three years mm. it's coming out and no one will actually have it on their list because <laughs> it comes out in an area where we don't actually play so. exactly it's coming out but, in the off season yeah yeah basically you probably get a 99 I know high scoring game ever um, yeah but I had to get rid of it and then the other one was Dying Light 2 I mean you chucked that in was Is that, that- date yet no so again yeah. the right decision I mean, was that purely again just it's been silent I'm not trusting this or did yeah, you think but, actually yeah. it's got, might be a bit of a shitter I thought when um, what's that uh, thing called mid-year and it, it gives you like a heads up of all the games that are coming out they, oh yeah like uh, E3 yeah E3 that's it I thought it will get definitely saying at E3 and it was pretty silent I was like right that needs to go because that was coming out this year there'd have been a a big fucking stand and a video for that and nothing happened. So I was like, right, get rid of that. Yeah. And that could have been a COVID victim. Who knows? But a bit of silence there. Paper, your subs were new world, which I remember you saying was a bit of a personal pick for you. Um, you actually got to play a bit of this in the beta, didn't you? Or alpha or whatever it was. Yeah. Me and me and Lapper jumped on it. Um, so Dave, and it, it, though we will enjoy the game when it comes out, it's just not going to score well. Um, I'm sort of glad it's been delayed by, what, nearly a year now yeah. from when it's meant to be coming out. Uh, from a personal point of view, would I pick it next season in my 10 games? It would be on the list, but it would be sitting very, very, very far down. And I'll be surprised if you get that far down. If you do, then, yeah. you know, it would be on the list. But it's, um, it's one of those ones that um, I think I picked it more in sort of like, you know, the type of game that I would like. That, that's definitely not going to score well and it won't score well when it comes out either even when they fix the buggy mess that it was when I played it no next one was Carry On which did come out and I think this is what you subbed Avengers out for um, that scored a 77 so you paid 5 points to score um, 9 points less so a 14 <laughs> point net loss there that'll go down as one of the all time calamities won't it <laughs> I think it was one of the ones where was that the last transfer window as well something along those lines and we had to make a choice and there was no word of it. 
and I kept Googling Carry On every uh, um, every day to see when it's coming out. I think it's the mid season one, but yeah, silence. Yeah, it was silent. It was just oh, yeah, silence, and I think it was just like oh right, come on, this gotta go. Otherwise, you know, you hold on to too much for too long, and it just doesn't come out. And it's one of those ones, a bit like what Biff was saying with Super Meat Boy Forever, just just it just just drops randomly. And you're like yeah. oh. Well, there it is. It you literally know, dropped just two weeks after you got rid of it. Yeah, exactly. It just appeared for 77, which wasn't a bad score. Cuphead, the delicious last course. That was a piece of DLC that, again, it was radio silence on that, so I guess you had to get rid of that. You can't be holding on to that until late doors. Yeah, exactly. Another one. Just, yeah, just too, too silent. Yep. And then Axiom Verge 2 was the other one. That's gone on detour as well, so... I'm assuming yeah. silence costs that as well. Yeah, I even reached out to the, the developer on that one on Twitter. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Word. Did <laughs> they get back to you? But Tom, but I think his name is, fuck you. Um, <laughs> I can't remember his surname, but it's, he, didn't, he just didn't respond. I said it's important for the game in Fancy League, and he clearly didn't hit home with him what it was for, so he just didn't respond. No. Um, livid. Um, but hey ho, these things happen. Uh, is that's definitely though a game that you know will you would expect to score well when it does come out, just because of the fan base and there won't be many people reviewing it, and the people that review it will want to play that type of game. Um, so it's it's one of the ones maybe for 2021. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's a run through of the teams and what happened. The actual final scores were Team Balboa, aka Biff, eight five two. And uh, it was penalised 20 points for the substitutions made, four subs. And Papers Parappa the Rappers scored an 8.01 with 20 points taken away for, for substitutions. In the end, wasn't as close as perhaps what people were thinking. Um, Biff, that is a new record, I'll have you know. So that team score is the, the brand new highest record in the championship game. So that's another feather to your cap. You must be very proud at the moment sitting there. I hope you've got the belt on and it's just not in that bag again. Yeah, it's just it's around my head. Yeah. <laughs> Won't fit around your small head. I'll be <laughs> sliding down. <laughs> I mean, was you expecting that though? 8-5-2 to be the new leading sort of score runner. That's... Uh, that's formidable to, for people no, to even get that record. No, well, I didn't think I didn't think I'd get the the greatest of all time belt. But mm. um, you know, you've got to look at Piper and think, did he get the best out of me? Probably because he's so insufferable. <laughs> I had to just bring my A game. So, in a way, you can thank Piper for it for just being himself. He had to be beaten. <laughs> So Wait, I'll, I'll take that. I, I am, I am the reason for that score. I love that. I'll <laughs> go down on record. <laughs> so, paper, you got eight oh one, um, average of eighty two overall. Biff, your average was eighty seven, which is fucking insane. Eight oh one for you, paper. Last year, that would have been enough to beat Hall. Now he had an unreleased game, um, but unless it scored like ninety eight, he wouldn't have caught you. So you probably had done enough to to win last year as well, but. But this year wasn't enough. What's what's happened there? Is it was Biff just too good? There was too many um, ninety scores from from Biff's team to be honest this year, um, and they were so early on that it it really set precedent. And I think maybe it gave 
there's some false uh, um, sense of like urgency that consistently I was my games were always dropping before he, so I was yes. always ahead mm. for quite a long part of the season. It wasn't really to the end till Biff overtook when his games actually dropped. Yeah. Um, but he was always scoring those like 90s really early on, and I sort of knew when I got like I, I think the difference had become like I was suddenly like I don't know 40 points ahead of him, but it was a game. In, uh, I was already dropped the next game and I was like well there is no way to come back from this um, so yeah uh, exactly exactly and I think that's all we hoped for during the end of the world, when Cyberpunk was hoping that you know the consistent Cyberpunk delays would, would eventually you know roll over but it, it just didn't happen so yeah it was it, it was a good performance like it was actually more my games that probably let the team down more than anything my picks wow. apart from the one ad cockpit <laughs> um, funny you should uh, say that that, that is um but is um i i even if those had come in a, a bit better i i think it would have been a real struggle to get an average of 87 and that is those 90s that fucking killed me i think we i think last year me and hall spoke about getting you need to get at least a couple of 90s not mm. get five or whatever you end up getting and so that's 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 ridiculous it'd be i'd be impressive if you get that sort of average next year um yeah yeah, yeah. I'll, be, I'll be very impressed if we get anywhere close to that for a couple of seasons, to be honest. Yeah. Um, last year, you scored an 8-3-9, so you definitely had a drop-off this time and took one less sub. So we can put the subs probably down to a bit of COVID because there probably were more delays than usual. But everyone relatively done pretty well um, to, to get a, a 10-game roster. The only person who didn't was Pac-Man Adcock. Um, diabolical performance. I'll just run through the, the Grand Prix. Chappers won it with 8.12 and an average of 84. Adkins was second with 8.03 and an average of 82. Parkey was then third, again the rookie, 7.90 with an 82 uh, average. Hall, well, Hall's talking a big game and ends up finishing fourth, which is going to hurt his pride, I can, I can tell you that. But his average was 79, got a 7 Eight two took the least amount of substitutions in ten. He's trying to do it purely, but that's not the way to play the game. Logan, who was a dark horse for a while, seven six six with an average of seventy nine. He really got costed by Godfall and Bleeding Edge, both scoring in the sixties. That dragged him down. Pac-Man Adcock, I think he made nine substitutions, five games still outstanding. Finishes on a wretched three hundred and fifty. I mean, you wouldn't even wipe your ass with that, would you? And you're talking about relegation needing to be done. That's that's particularly why. Um, I polled the fir- the top four games from every person's list. And the reason I use the top four is because you guys actually, out of the ten, only get to directly initially select the, the four of those games. So it's kind of a, a way to manage and look how well people have done almost on an even kill you guys are at a bit of a disadvantage because you have to use your last three at the end but you get one of the first two games anyway but here's the the rankings for the averages chappers was topping it with a 91 average in his team which is pretty insane uh if you're using these top four adkins top four scored 89 so he's up there again biff you were third with 88 with your four hall 87 parky 87 Logan 86 and a half or 87 if you want to round it up. Adcock 80 or 81 if you want to round it up because it was 80.5. Paper, you were well away the worst with the four games of a 76. <laughs> I mean, if that doesn't tell me where the weak link is, sitting <laughs> propping up fucking seven others in an averages battle, 
I don't know what else. I don't know what other story I can tell. I can't even. I can't even spin that into something positive. I think we need a, a recount. Um, <laughs> All right. From, uh, this this is rigged, and uh, you're just trying to make the media, mainstream media, trying to make me look bad here. <laughs> That's just not true. Um, <laughs> just some quick stats. Hall was MVP, like I mentioned. No subs and a score of one seven eight in the team game. Parky got second in his rookie year, which is impressive for one seven four. Worst performer was Paper's number one pick, Adcock, with a one six two. So. The, the pick of the bunch he had didn't even have to wait for one person to be picked. He chose Adcock, and that's what he delivered. Lowest scoring games <clears throat> across both sets of games, across the Championship and the Grand Prix. Skater XL and Godfall, and they were going to Chappers and Logan, respectively. I mean, that's insane that Chappers has won the Grand Prix with the joint lowest game in there. Um, that's, uh, that's That shows how strong the rest of his team was. High scoring game was Persona 5, which was Logan. So that's good work from him. Biff, here's a, a, an interesting stat based on your last year's performance. So you obviously won the Grand Prix to challenge for the championship. You scored 745 last year, and that was enough to win it and put you in this position to knock Piper off. Fuck well, me, I wouldn't even been in the running, would no, I? No, you would have finished fifth with that. <laughs> I mean, the, the levels to which these boys come at that Grand Prix was astounding. That is a huge increase. And in a year where it won't, I doubt it'll get more uncertain than that, given COVID and delays and all sorts of people having to change working arrangements. No different for the video game world. That is insane from everyone else. That is just unbelievable that if they had been there last year, that sort of score they would have been toppling your one to get in there. So that just proves that people are starting to get good at this and learning the game, playing the game a bit better. As a paper, you would have lost yourself last year. So you can take that home to yourself. That Your 2019 self is better than 2020 um, going backwards. Biff, doesn't matter. <laughs> you have the highest score ever. So you would have won last year and all other years preceding that. So, uh, Really a, a top performance from you. Top performance from Chappers as well to win out that that uh, Grand Prix. And um, we save it. That's it. I don't know, Biff, if you've got anything else to say or to, to goad at paper. You could either bury him in the mud here or you could perhaps try and be the better man. But I, I'll leave it down to you to decide where you take the conversation next. Uh, I think just Piper buried himself in the mud. <laughs> so... Uh... <laughs> Nah, it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. It was fun. And, you know, Piper, obviously, like I said, being as annoying as he is, it got me to really try hard. I wasn't even that bothered before before that podcast. And I was like, right, I've got to fucking win now. Yeah. So, yeah. But it was good. It was good. It was, like you say, a very good year. A lot of games coming out. Um, all scoring well. Uh, just, I just think next year, will it be a lot harder with COVID? You know, when we have to do this again, will it, will it make it more difficult? Because will these... You know, I, I don't actually know a lot of games that are coming out next year that are like big hitters. Mm. It feels like there's a lack of clarity because obviously the leading to 2020, we still had E3. All the everything was churning away up until the end of 2019 at full pelt. Now things have ground to a halt from sort of March onwards and been slowed down. You actually wonder whether next year is going to be the year that could be really tricky with yeah. the lag because um, the games don't get made in a year. Like, this could be a very important time, these sort of last nine months, and it's been disrupted for all this. So you could be right. 
um, people are going to have to be researching a way to, to get their, their list together and come up with something competitive because I think you're right. I think when I think about it, there's not really a great deal. There's a lot of pie in the sky for the likes of like God of War and whatnot that you yeah. think definitely won't come out. But, I mean, there's always that decision. Do you take the risk and, and chuck it on there or do you just, you just bin it off? But what do you think of Chappers as a competitor? Because he's now smashed his way to, to be on your to be in par of you. He'll be getting that lovely trophy shortly to to take back to him and his family. Any are you scared? Are you are you looking forward to sort of dealing with someone that hopefully won't be a prick? I mean, where are you <laughs> where are you coming at in terms of this twenty twenty one rivalry? Well, uh, I think he sort of knows his stuff a lot more. Well, obviously <laughs> than what I do. Mm. Um, I just sort of know the big name games. He seems to know like the ins and outs of a duck's ass sort of thing. So it might make it a bit more tricky this year. I might get sort of found out and unfolded. But um, yeah, you know, time will tell. I might luck out. I might. Uh, you know, get a beat my own average and become the greatest division of more of all time. We'll have time will tell next year. Yes, it will indeed. Paper, this is your chance to perhaps build bridges, redeem yourself. I mean, Biff's sort of sitting right there. You can you could be kind to him, you could be horrible to him, you could just go off on another promo. Where are we got what are we gonna hear from you, Paper, on your final because you may know we may we may never hear from you again after this. You could be <laughs> You might get stuck in that Grand Prix rot with Hall, scrabbling it out for fifth and sixth. That's what could be happening for you two. The former greats, past their time, old, should have retired <laughs> years drunk. ago. Like Tyson and fucking Jones Jr. going at it. What we'll say it, you? It, it, was, it, it, it was a good. It was a good year. It was a good couple of years. I enjoyed my moment at the top. I made the most of that moment. Um, many bridges were burned so luckily I've got some timber in my back pocket and we can start rebuilding those bridges um, I think uh, everyone knew it was all in jest and it wasn't ever really mm. horrible which is nice um, and it was good fun I, I'm hoping people found it entertaining for the last year or so um, because the entertainment's going now unfortunately um, and you're going to be left with just you know I don't know. Probably falling asleep, to be honest, with the with this with, with Biff at the helm. But you know, sorry, Biff, the bridge doesn't get built. The others can. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm actually generally quite looking forward to um, being able to pick ten games for the first time. Uh, not the way I'd want to do it. Not not bailing out to Biff because I definitely have got many eggs on many faces at the moment. Um, but. Um, It'll be it'll be fun to be able to pick ten games for once, rather than being able to manage a team, which I've had to do for two seasons. So it's slightly different. I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to rekindling that uh, that rivalry with Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, see who comes where in the Grand Prix next season. Um, even if we're battling out for fifth and sixth, you know, there'll there'll be there'll be some bitterness there, which I, which I'm much looking forward to. Yeah, excellent. Well. Biff, look, congratulations, mate. It's not often I say it to you because you don't normally do well in things in life. So great performance in in the fantasy gaming league. You are now Le Champion. You can wear that belt. You can put it up on your mantelpiece. You can go in that beautiful game room that you've been putting, being putting together with all your bits and pieces. And it's a well-earned championship for sure. So I hope you're, you're pleased with yourself. And even if it's not for the belt, just to, to beat paper should be enough to... Make you uh, rest easy at night for the next 12 months or so. But uh, we've got chappers coming up your ass very shortly. Well, that's it for us here on Idle Game Chat. Next week will be our gaming quiz. 
So you guys are going to have fun playing that whilst I get to host that. And we're going to find out who wins the second title in the in the Dimp Gaming you know, rankings. There's a, There's always a rivalry going on for that. So same time, same place next Monday to close out the year. And then we'll be back in the new year. Fantasy Gaming Draft will be coming. Biff versus Chappers 2021. Where's it going to take us? Nobody knows, but it's going to be interesting. Nothing more for us to say apart from thanks for your time. And tada. This was a Dimp Digital production.